are the Mystery History Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Rachel. Welcome to episode 85 on Haunted Hotels. Yeah. How are Got you a couple, today? A couple of those. Um, I'm good. We're surviving over here. I'm a hot mess express. You had a busy day today. I did. And uh, Saturday I was a slug. And today, pretty much all day, except for six o'clock, I was a slug. Yeah. (laughs) This whole like nighttime business happening at five o'clock is really bad for me. It's not acceptable. I don't get anything done during the week now. Like I get home and I'm like, good night. Yeah. (laughs) Whoever decided like time change was a good idea is wrong. And I haven't done anything. Like I didn't do anything this weekend either, except for I went out last night um, and got a couple drinks with a friend but besides that like I picked up groceries I think that was the only time off the house yeah Lana wore the same clothes for like three days hey all you gotta do is survive (laughs) I know it's like whatever you can wear these pajamas uh for the rest of your life if you want to (laughs) Uh, well we hope y'all are doing better than us (laughs) right um yeah so so yes this episode is on haunted hotels aviator 76 on instagram suggested the mizpah hotel um and there wasn't like a whole lot to do just an episode on the mizpah so rach kind of threw we kind of picked some hotels and threw them together to make a whole episode on it so exactly you want to start with the business we don't have too much but yeah well first we wanted to say thanks to everyone that purchased merch from us during the 20 percent off sale thank you guys are awesome yeah appreciate you and love you if you did purchase something from us if you would take a picture of it and once you get it and send it to us or just send me a message because with we got a new um merch company and unfortunately due to privacy i can't know who you are so I have no idea who, who bought from who bought, us. Yeah. Before we got to see, so we could like message and like thank them, but now is not, that is no longer a choice. Right. So, but we no. would still like to do that, but you just have to tell me who you are. So yeah. I'm Definitely. very, be- I believe everything. So tell me. <laughs> you're going to get like a million messages. <laughs> yeah. I'll believe <laughs> like every that's... one of them. Totally. <laughs> oh, and then the Spotify wrapped, we want to say thanks to everyone who shared their Spotify wrapped and tagged us in those. That was so much fun to see like being in the top podcast that people listen to. That was very, I don't cool. know. That was neat. That yeah, was neat. Like and, that. and a lot of you people that shared them are people who, um, don't really, you know, we don't communicate a lot with, so please feel free to just, you know, we tried to comment on every single comment that we get, um, in, and we'd love to talk more with you. We really appreciate you listening to us and sticking with us through everything. So uh, it was very cool to see. Yeah, I liked that a lot. That was fun. Makes it all worth everything that we've done. Right. All the hard work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as always, like, share, and subscribe. Yes, definitely. Leave a five-star review, preferably. I like the reviews, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like to read those. 
Um, oh, and then our Patreon still always, we have all those episodes out there waiting for you guys to go listen to them. Uh, we have a $2 tier and a $5 tier, and we are still running the special through the end of the year. If you, um, become a patron, you'll get a sticker and a love letter. So yep. Worth it. it. And I think we're going to start, uh, changing some, some things up with our Patreon right now. Uh, we do give you, uh, the episode a week early with Patreon, Patreon, but it's very confusing. And sometimes it's hard for our schedules to be able to do that. So I think we're going to be foregoing that unless any of our patrons say that they really like that, because unfortunately mm-hmm. with Patreon, there's not very many analytics. I can't see who is listening to them early. Um, so let us know how you feel about that. Yeah. So we'll still have like the Patreon exclusive episode. It'll just be our main episode won't release a week early. Right. It'll, and it helps us on the analytics side too. Everything will flow through anchor who we post through just to kind of give us a real picture of who's listening. So, yep. Okay. All right. Well, let's get things started, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So the Miss Pa Hotel is located in Tonopa, Nevada, and it's said to be the most haunted hotel in Nevada. It opened its doors in 1907 and serviced mostly minors at the time that it opened, probably because it's like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so it was closed in 1999, but then was reopened under some new owners, Fred and Nancy Klein of the Sonoma, California Klein Cellars, like sellers like wine cellars. Yeah, I think they are pretty fancy. (laughs) Uh, They reopened it in August 2011, and it was newly renovated. It contains 47 rooms, two restaurants, and a bar. And the renovation that they did, they kept a lot of the, like, furniture and just the the vibe is still very 1907 (laughs) kind of situation going on. So they didn't renovate it and make it all, like, brand new. They kept a lot of the old things there. Um, so this hotel was once the most luxurious, refined and elegant hotel in the Western United States. And it was nicknamed the grand old lady. And it was the tallest building in Nevada until 1929. And also boasted the very first electric elevator West of the Mississippi. And that's pretty far West. Yeah. For being the first. Yeah. That's pretty fancy too. And I like that they kept a lot of the old stuff because a lot of Mm -hmm. the times they just get rid of everything and like the crown molding and all of the beautiful architecture. Cause they really made things well back then. And now it's just not. Yeah. Just like everything's like more interesting looking and more elegant and Yeah. yeah. And they just get rid of it. They kept like like furniture like there's a room there that's called I think I think it was this hotel that was called like the wagon room and they just I mean they kept like the old bed or Uh made a bed out of some old wagon or something I don't know they just like kept all of the old stuff it looks really cool that is cool and I hope whenever I'm old they'll nickname me the grand old lady (laughs) I'm sure they will (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) So uh, by far the most well-known of the hotel's mini ghosts is the notorious lady in red who like any good ghost has a whole tragic history attached to her. The story goes that she was once a high, high class prostitute at the luxurious hotel. I mean, she was doing pretty well if she was there. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. 
so Had she room and stuff. Yeah. So she <laughs> lived in the opulent suite on the fifth floor. One day she was supposedly confronted by a jealous lover in the hallway after he found her, um, after he found her plying her trade, things got heated and she was brutally stabbed and strangled to death right then and there. Of course, like, if you're a jealous person, don't date, a maybe prostitute. don't date a prostitute. I'm just, yeah, that's <laughs> just a bad. Thinking. Nope. That's not for <laughs> yeah. you. Uh-huh. Of course, since this is a haunting, she never did leave and allegedly appears as an apparition in the red dress who haunts the entire floor. Mm -hmm. That's sad. It is. It would not be fun to get stuck somewhere and be murdered for doing your job. Right. I mean, how do you, (laughs) how do you think she stays in the fifth floor suite? Right. I, yeah. I don't think it was a surprise. Yeah. Um, most of the activity is based in her old room, which at the time was a lot larger. And then, you know, throughout the years of renovations and things happening, um, that one room that she stayed in has been divided into three rooms and it's called the lady in red suite. And it attracts the most paranormal activity. They say that she'll appear at all hours and has a habit of sitting on the bed as guests try to sleep or standing in the shadows watching them. Ew. Don't like that. No. Don't <laughs> <Yeah>. watch me. <laughs> don't watch me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Legend has it that if she likes a guest, she will leave a pearl on the pillow. But if she does not, she is more likely to throw a tantrum and toss objects and furniture about. So I guess oh. she's like poltergeisty too. Wow. That's a very Um, different leaving a pearl on the pillow or tossing shit around. Like, mm -hmm. get the hell out of my house. She's got got moods. Um, Apparently, she dislikes male guests and is much more friendly with women. I wonder why that is. Right. (laughs) And um, so she's sometimes seen in the fifth floor hallway and she frequents the elevator. So she will whisper in your ear. She'll say, hey, you in your ear in the elevator. And, um, sometimes she'll take the elevator to the fifth floor, no matter what buttons have been pressed. And her presence is so well known and bold at the hotel that the haunting was investigated by ghost adventures. Yep. Her BFFs. Yeah. We love ghost adventures (laughs) and, uh, some, some of the employees refuse to go into her suite and just generally avoid the fifth floor altogether. And I'm pretty sure the people that bought the hotel now have like a wine for, for her. Good for them. That's a way to embrace it. Like if I was one of the cleaning people or something, I would make best friends with this lady and then Mm -hmm. maybe she would help like, Hey, how about you? Yeah. Get yeah. those sheets off that bed. She can move stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Teamwork oh. makes the dream work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's very beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, she is. Okay, so joining the lady in red is the ghost of Senator Key Pittman, who supposedly spent his final night at the Mizpah Hotel in 1940 and died there right before the upcoming election. It said that his entourage decided to keep his body hidden away on ice in the bathtub in order not to upset the election. And only when Pittman won, did they come clean about his death and have him given a proper burial? Like, sorry, guys. So, like, why? I don't know. Maybe just to say, oh, he won it. Like, like, it doesn't matter. He's dead. (laughs) So he can't, like, take office. I don't know. I thought that was weird. And how, like 
in the fort, like a bathtub full of ice. Really? Yeah. That's where do you get do? all that ice? Where do you get all that ice back I don't then? Know. In Nevada. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the room where he supposedly died is now called the Senator's Suite. It's reportedly haunted by the dead senator, although he is mostly said to be a benign presence and not malicious in any way. Some witnesses to his ghost have explained that he al- almost seemed to be lonely and just trying to communicate with them. That's so sad. Like, and it didn't say why he died. No, no, it doesn't. I don't know. Heart heart attack attack. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was like murdered. Just, just died. Mm. Um, so also, uh, there are two miners that are said to lurk in the basement of this establishment. So according to the tale, three miners dug up into the basement in order to steal some silver that was being stored down there. And um, it was like a section in the basement that was being used as like a vault. They were apparently successful, but one of the trio turned on the others and shot and killed them in order to keep all of the silver to himself. And to this day, the miners are said to still be down there and are known as being mischievous. They'll poke and prod guests, uh, drain batteries, tug at shirts, knock off hats, and try to trip people. Wow, rude. So, yeah. And it says they're not, like, particularly malevolent, just, you know, like... Jokesters. Stinkers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just as they, like, unsettle people, but they aren't, like malevolent wow what a that's what a bitch like to do all that work oh yeah and, and then be shot. Be, yeah can't trust people you're doing illegal activities with crime doesn't pay <laughs> you know crime doesn't pay and that is a quote from rocky the greatest <laughs> love story of all time oh good god okay <laughs> moving on the third floor of the hotel is also supposedly very haunted And it is by the disembodied sounds of children laughing or the footfalls of tiny feet running. Don't sign Mm -hmm. me up for that. No, I don't like kids laughing. No, if they're not around kids. Yeah. If if I can't identify the kid. (laughs) Yeah. Employees and guests alike have also claimed that these kids have the disconcerting habit of asking what they're doing, usually in a hushed whisper. What is quite odd about this is they, according to the hotel's managers, no children are on record as ever having died there. Nevertheless, the sounds of these ghostly children are one of the most commonly reported phenomenon at the hotel and EVP recordings of them have been captured. That's just, that just breaks my heart. Like it just breaks my heart. And that there could be like kid ghosts there. Stuck, stuck, stuck there. forever. Yeah. Like, ugh. yeah, that's sad. But they do say that most demons try to pretend the third case. Yeah, right. That would be so, how I get sucked in. Oh, would it? I mean, we both yeah. know that to be fact. So I know, but I don't care. It's kids. <laughs> I love them. It's I'll help dogs, you. So what do you matter. need? Drain right. my energy. <laughs> Drain all of my energy. You can have it. <sighs> oh, goodness. Um, so the Miss Palutel has become so renowned that USA Today actually voted it the number one haunted hotel in America in its Reader's Choice Awards. So that's pretty cool. And I, I have a question. Tell me. Is this the Ghost Adventures where I am not going to lie. I haven't actually watched Ghost Adventures in a hot minute. Like we used mm-hmm. to watch it all the time, but we were like literally 19 years old. <laughs> 
So it's been a while. I mean, that's um, you. This... I still do it on the rig. <laughs> okay. Well then maybe you can answer this for me. Is this the hotel where there was like rocks being like moved around in the basement? No. Do you remember that one? Yeah. That this was their first. Hotel. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like a huge, like big thing. Was... That wasn't this one. It was in Nevada too, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was the. Are you Googling it right yeah. now? Yeah. Cause it's very important. <laughs> Where did they go? It was, oh, it's going to. It kind of looks hold like on. this hotel too. Like the outside of it. The Goldfield. The Goldfield. Oh, okay. That's so they started out doing a documentary mm-hmm. and they went to the Goldfield and then that's whenever the, um, planks or something oh, yeah like the went flying across the room and then that's how they got the ghost adventures series us to start believing <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> totally vested in this so yeah. um yeah so and then they i think it was they recently since you're not up with the times they went back and they're going to i think they're either going to be doing some renovations or there's something that's happening where they're not allowing allowing anybody else in there like investigation mm-hmm. wise and yeah. they went with that Debbie Constantino and her husband do you know about that yeah didn't he kill her yeah yeah and they whenever they went through that episode the newest one they heard him on EVP and I think her it was so like oh that just that's sad it is sad oh so i highly see they're all on discovery plus man i have discovery plus i just don't I know. have time you I just gotta do it you know i'll watch like episodes like newer episodes when i'm like doing other stuff but like i haven't really like sat down and watched them in forever so that's my bedtime story every night is ghost adventures except if josh mm-hmm. is in the bedroom because he hates them <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so I'll watch I'll watch like the beginning part and then Some I'll fall asleep and then the next night I'll go halfway and then watch the end and then fall asleep <laughs> so yeah I get like the whole story eventually but yeah you know what's going on yeah all right so that was the Miss Pa Hotel and the next hotel on our list is Hotel Chelsea and Hotel Chelsea was originally built um as a co-op and was converted into a hotel in 1905. And a lot of the, uh, well, also, I don't even know if I put in here, that this is a hotel in New York City. (laughs) That's the important. Important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you should know. Um, Many of the apartments were broken up and made into smaller hotel rooms. And for years, the Chelsea has housed a combination of long-term tenants and transient, so like temporary guests, and then during the 20th century, it became known as a preferred stopping place for artists and creative type people. Um, so it, you know, had a lot of famous occupants that included Mark Twain, um, Thomas Wolfe, Edgar Lee Masters, Tennessee Williams. I'm skipping a little bit on this list because there's a lot of people. Jack Kerak, William S. Burroughs, um, Jackson Pollock, Andy Warhol. Let's see. I'm actually just naming the people I know because some of these people I don't know. Bob Dylan, <laughs> Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Leonard Cohen, um, The Grateful Dead, Patti Smith. So uh, Tom Waits, Madonna, all these people have, have stayed here. Yes. Dennis wow. Hopper have all stayed here for, for some amount of time. So 
That's Lots crazy. of famous people. <clears throat> and it kind of reminds me like the description of it, not so much the the picture of the building, but it kind of reminds me like the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. Where it's kind of like just a mish- mishmash of people that mm-hmm. live there and do things. Stay but there. It, and It looks yeah. very beautiful. Um, it does. They have more windows and more like, um, what's the filigree um yeah like the iron yeah like you said iron work but yeah okay so Chelsea's dark history goes back to the early 20th century in 1912 Titanic survivors were briefly put up there huh that's very interesting Mm -hmm. giving the hotel's relative close proximity to the Chelsea piers Society girl Almira Wilcox died of an overdose of sleeping medication there in 1908, which was a probable suicide. The following year, artist Frank Kavecki blew out his brains after he was robbed of money belonging to the Hungarian Sick and Benevolent Society. Mm -hmm. So what? A charity, I would assume? Yeah, I guess he had their money and then he got robbed, so he killed himself. Wow, that's sad. Um, mm-hmm. In 1922, Elka Graf, the daughter of well-to-do silk merchant, in a fit of pick, cut off her own hand with industrial shears. Yeah, and le- leapt out a fifth-floor window, as you would do after you cut off your hand with shears. How do you even do that? That's like you have to open it with one hand and like stick your hand in there, nope. and then like full body lay on it or something. Oh god, I have a terrible fear of heights, and I'd must much rather just be like, let's just go out the window. Yeah. Like, let's oh, not gosh. do that. Mm-mm. Dylan Thomas was living there in 1953 when he drank his fatal 18 whiskeys at the nearby White Horse Tavern. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who I mean, we've all had those nights. 18 whiskeys? No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I pass out before that. Yeah. <laughs> in 1967, Edie Sedwick, high on a speedball, set her room on fire. Charles R. Jackson, author of The Lost Weekend, committed suicide there in 1968. In 1974, Billy Menard, a photographer who specialized in glam rock acts and trans performers like the Coquettes. I don't know about them, but... I'd like to know. I, they sound great. Uh, was beaten to death in his room. Sid that Vicious. does not sound great. No, that's not good. Uh, Sid Vicious and his girlfriend Nancy were living at the hotel when the latter was fatally stabbed in 1978. Vicious died of a heroin overdose four months later. These events were portrayed in the movie Sid and Nancy, and it was shot on location at the hotel. That's Which is cool. like, that's like messed up, though. I mean, is it? Kind of, don't History. you think? shot on location of where her death occurred how much more real could you get yeah not very much more real i guess in 1989 composer virgil thompson a longtime resident and club kid christina superstar both died at the hotel Mm -hmm. Woo! so lots of tragedy going on in this hotel over the years like violent yeah too yeah yeah. And like weird, like weird yeah. things. Uh, yeah. Setting your room on fire, cutting your hand off. I mean, yeah. 18 whiskeys. Slow down, brother. <laughs> so by the, yeah, cut back a little bit. Uh, by the late 20th century, people were checking into the hotel just 
as much to like be there and like see the legends and you know whatever as for the amenities so as time went on the place grew increasingly run down um threadbare and actor jamie burke called it a vortex an artistic tornado of death and destruction and love and broken dreams isn't that like that's That's a lot depressing yeah so some there's a ton of ghost stories from here. Like you can get on and like read a billion of them, people having experiences, but just some of the more popular ones, um, that I found was, so just one of the best known spectral encounters was reported by Michael. I don't know how to say his last name, Imperioli of the Sopranos. Mm -hmm. And you can see on the reality show, celebrity ghost stories in 2010, he spoke of having lived in the hotel for a couple of months way back in 1996, which was before he was famous. And he encountered a weeping woman in the hallway. He said that she was dressed in 19th century garb. She was hunched on the floor, just weeping inconsolably. And then from behind him, a light fixture popped. Um, so just like a bulb burnt out and he turned around to look at it. And when he looked back, the woman was gone. And it wasn't until a week or two afterward that he spoke with some neighbors in the building and learned about Mary. Um, so I guess a lot of people have had encounters with her and the lore was that she was one of the, uh, she was the wife of one of the Titanic passengers from Buffalo who was staying there and she was staying there to meet her husband. And she found out that he had died in the sinking of the ship. So according to the story, she hung herself in her room. I read something else that said she jumped out of a window. So something happened either way. It's not good. Yeah. And then the Michael said that upon hearing the story, he moved out of the hotel a week later. Yeah. So he, for anybody who loves this, I call him the Sopranos, but people call him the Sopranos. I don't know. I don't know. It's so good. You need to invest like three months that of is your life. My entire life. Yeah. And then we can I, go watch the new movie. That would make isn't me happy. There like, is that like a prequel? To- yes. And it's okay. his son um G- Gandolfini's son mm-hmm. who plays him younger version because he's oh that's cute yeah and just his mouth like the way he talks and says things is the same the same I haven't Aww. seen it yet but I I was about mm, like 10 years late to the Sopranos party mm-hmm. but whenever I forget why but I was like home for a long time and I was like okay I'm gonna watch all of these episodes and I did it and it it was so good Um, But but Michael, he is Christopher. For anybody who watches The Sopranos, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. He's Christopher. Um, Wild, wild, wild. Yep. The next one is artist Jennifer Elise Shapiro. Whatever. Shapiro. I don't know. Close. Anyway, she reports, there was definitely something going on on the 10th floor. I could feel the energy. I've had some moments where my hair just stood up and I knew I had to run and get off that floor. One time around 1997, my roommate saw the ghost of a man standing in our kitchen in the middle of the night around two in the morning. It was crazy. It scared me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As it would do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right there with you, sister. Yep. Lindsay Noble, an abstract painter who is um, one of the talking heads in the film Chelsea on the Rocks, which is a movie that was filmed there, 
um, lived in room 507 from 2003 through 2005. And she says that she had been residing there for a short time when she was visited by what she is almost certain was the ghost of William S. Burroughs. She said he was floating above me when I breathed in, he breathed in. Then I introduced myself. I said, hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm an artist. I'm going to be living here. And could you please keep the other ghosts out of my room? And after that, there were no more ghosts. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is weird. (laughs) I don't know that I would like have the wherewithal to just be like, Hey, I'm Rachel. (laughs) No, I'd be like, "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Who are you? How are you? <laughs> oh my. So since 2011, the, uh, the Chelsea has been mostly empty as new owners have been slowly renovating the building, but that doesn't mean that it's uninhabited for the Chelsea hotel is widely reputed to be one of the most haunted resorts in New York city. So all of these need to go on our bucket list friend. Oh, of places to go visit. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally do that. Yeah, this the Chelsea really gives me hardcore Cecil vibes. It's like the yeah, it's the sign out front so. too. Maybe I mean, or maybe just like because I'm sure most old hotels has had transient issues and people just living there for long periods. I don't know. It's just yeah. it very. Much I don't is. get. I just from like reading about this hotel though, I don't get it that it was like the same vibes as the Cecil because the Cecil seems like they like had not artists. It was not yeah. like a community kind of thing. I get the feeling like this hotel is more of like, yeah, there are people staying there long term, but they're mostly like artists in the city, like doing that sort of thing. Not just um, like Cecil's like, people. we're just out here doing drugs and murdering people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, situation. It, it does look like it's more upscale for sure. Yeah. I just don't I'm understand. Sure it's more expensive to stay in. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't understand why anybody would want to stay in a hotel like for that long. A, I guess because it's furnished. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, the living situations in New York, it's not like you have a ton of options. Yeah. But... And if you got the money, I mean, why not? They'll bring you mm-hmm. food. Sounds good yeah. to me. I don't know. <laughs> no. Shared bathrooms. I got to draw a line. <laughs> I'm not, saying, I'm not saying they are, but like, I remember that was a thing in the Cecil and no, absolutely never not. Okay. I would, Ever. it's not, I did it when I was in college. It was huh. the worst experience of my life. You did I what had if you a, had to poop? Well, you know me, I could hardly poop. I, uh, personal stories. I don't like pooping if I'm not at home. I like, well, I can't sometimes and we'll go on vacation and I'll get constipated because I like cannot. And yeah, my entire freshman year was a like full floor shared dorm room. It was so awful. It was so awful. I mean, it was bad. I hated that. I don't even remember. I've like blocked it out of my memory basically. (laughs) That's the kind of stuff though, that I'd be like, I'm just not going to go to college. And I did <laughs> like, this is a deal breaker right <laughs> here. I'm not sharing not a bathroom because yeah, personal story. Cause you just shared so openly and <laughs> honest, like oversharing over here. Proceed. I have to poop all the time. <laughs> yeah. And when you it do. needs to happen, it's gotta happen. Well, it, and if you don't care, like 
I don't care as a like 30 something year old person. Now I realize that everybody poops and I really don't care, but like my body physically (laughs) is like, this is not happening. (laughs) Yeah. So if you don't have a block about it, who cares? But I mean, maybe you would have cared when you were, you know, a kid in college, but yeah, I I don't know. I was really weird about that whenever I was younger, but now it's, and I've, you know, it's still embarrassing sometimes like yeah. the situation when I had to poop at that gas station and it was just a one room situation and there was no <laughs> yeah. fan and the guy was right there. And I'm like, <laughs> there was an emergency. I'm sorry. It's what it is. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not even buying gas. Just I'm not buying anything. I'm pooping this. and I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. Don't look at me. Sorry. <laughs> not going to look at you. We're just going. We know what just so happened. Well, and I would like to say too, like the worst part about sharing the bathrooms is, I mean, it was girl. It was like girls only bathroom. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like well, boy girl good, bathroom. Yeah. Except for the fact that like women are disgusting. Like yeah. they are worse than guys. I swear there would be like pads all over the place. Uh, and like people in the showers would like trim the, I don't even, I can't even like, and just everywhere. leave it there. Yeah. Like full on bushes laying on the ground. <laughs> Like, what is happening right now? It was so nonsensical. Like, what a time to be alive. It was terrible. Wow. (laughs) It's like, I cannot wait to get out of here. So then my sophomore year, me and a group of girls got like um, a three bedroom suite. So we had our own bathrooms. And I was like, this is so much better. Like it would. And I wasn't even in the freshman dorm. I can't even imagine what was going on there. I was in like a learning community. So it, but oh God. (laughs) still not okay it was not okay (laughs) that's whenever I came to visit you is whenever you were in that three room situation yeah that was nice experience that thank god yeah well there was nowhere to stay in my other dorm anyways like the other dorm was literally a closet that I shared with someone else right (laughs) so yeah there was no coming to visit there but man Man, oh man. So moving on, moving on. to the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. <laughs> so this hotel is in Hollywood. Um, it's a four-star hotel and boasts more than just a four-star price. Um, it opened its doors on May 15th, 1927. And since then, it has been the oldest continually operating hotel in Los Angeles. The hotel was originally opened to cater specifically to celebrities who were working on movies. Um, out on the West Coast. So some of the guests included Charlie Chaplin, Shirley Temple, Marilyn Monroe. So, you know, pretty big dogs there. Right. Um, And the hotel's Blossom Room was the site of the first Academy Awards. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That is cool. The Hotel Roosevelt is 12 stories high with 300 guest rooms and 63 suites. The premises is haunted by a multitude of ghosts, two of which are known celebrities. So Montgomery Cliff was considered one of the most talented actors of his generation. He was nominated for an Academy Award four times, but never won. That's that stinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Montgomery stayed in the Roosevelt Hotel while he was filming the 1953 movie From Here to Eternity. 
He called room 928 home for three months and was known to practice playing the bugle. That would suck to be his neighbor. I would be pissed. Um, <laughs> for his role in the film for all of his floor to hear. Yes. Yeah. Not a good no. floor mate. No. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, Montgomery battled his own personal demons and dealt with drug use and alcoholism. He was also depressed. And in 1956, he crashed his car into a telephone pole, which led to some disfiguring injuries. From there, his battle with depression grew. And at the age of 45, he died of a heart attack. His friend and acting teacher called it the longest suicide in Hollywood. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Since Montgomery's death, hotel guests have reported hearing the sounds of a bugle playing down the hallway from the room he stayed in at the Roosevelt Hotel. Guests have also reported having the heat turned up on them as well as having the radio turned on. We would not be friends. I like you to can't keep be it, turning the heat on. <laughs> I like to keep it a crisp 67, no matter the no. time of year. Do not turn the heat on ever. Can I cannot with you. <laughs> can not when we went to brownella is that when i brought a blanket yeah okay i was no i was driving i must have worn something i don't remember what it was lots of trips we do but we went with somebody that didn't know about you and your life and i was sitting up front and i know if we're going on any sort of road trip together we're gonna be in the car for any amount of time i need to have a blanket with me because this girl blasts the air all the way up it doesn't matter if it's cold outside. It doesn't matter. It's nope. like, I will freeze and die on a half hour car trip. <laughs> My car gets down to 62 and that's where I like it. And that's where it's at. It's not okay. Sometimes not I'll turn okay. my, my butt warmers on occasionally, mm-hmm. but that's just if my back hurts. <laughs> it's not, not for heating purposes, no. just to, to soothe the back. And the same goes for hotel rooms. Cause we stay in hotel rooms yeah. all the time together. I'm mm. always freezing with you and I like, it's fine. I know now I just wear sweats. So normally I don't. <laughs> well, and I feel like the worst person ever. So my dad, <laughs> we went to new Orleans, we were traveling through and we stopped, I forget where Mississippi. And it was just me my stepmom and my dad. And I just, that's who I am. I don't know. I just like it cold. And so I turned it down before we left. And then we, he took me to a cemetery because he plays into my shenanigans and we went and ate and then we came back and it was so cold and I, nobody said anything. So I just left it the way it was. And I woke up the next morning and he was so cold. He got the towels out of the bathroom (laughs) and was covering up with towels. I was like, oh, you're just turn it up like <laughs> once I'm out I'm not towels. gonna know oh my I felt like the worst person in the world sounds awful I'm Your terrible dad I know his teeth were chattering and shit and there I was like oh it's so good this in is here. great yeah you're like a polar bear I do not know there's something wrong with you uh, I just run hot all the time you do yes you do <laughs> moving on yeah I was like, where are we even at? He turns the heat up. Problematic. The radio is cool, but not the heat. Yeah, that's right. He's also been known to pat guests on the shoulder. Hey, give me a massage. I'm cool with Mm -hmm. that too. 
<laughs> and the hotel maids have informed management that Montgomery seems to enjoy watching as they clean his room. I feel like you better be tipping. <laughs> be like, get up and help me, bitch. <laughs> Stay here for free. Right. <laughs> Um, He's also been seen just outside of his room by hotel guests. He frequently paces the hallway of the ninth floor and the guests have reported his spirit appears to be frustrated, maybe because of just his life situation. He died really young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yep. All right. The other famous ghost exciting uh, is Marilyn Monroe. She lived in room 1200 for two years in the 1940s, and it was just as her um, film career was starting to take off. And it's been reported that she has said that the time that she was at the hotel was one of the happiest times of her life. So it's believed that she shot her first ad campaign at the hotel pool for toothpaste um, and that that advertising is what helped get her recognition. So, yeah. Um, so she died all the way in 1962. So this was long, well after her stay at the hotel, but, um, she still had a love for the hotel and is still seen in the room that she called home. Many guests have reported seeing her in the full length mirror in that room. And it happened so frequently and became such a bother to so many guests that management had the mirror removed from that room and put it into the manager's office. I guess the mirror moving didn't stop her from coming and showing up in the mirror. A maid went into the manager's office and as she was cleaning the mirror, she saw a reflection of Marilyn and the maid believed the woman was behind her and turned around to see if she needed help or anything. And there was no one there. So when she turned back to the mirror and kept cleaning, she found Marilyn's reflection there again. Oh, wow. Staring back at her. So I guess it's like pretty strong. Yeah. Because most of the time, whenever you look away, that's when they disappear. But mm-hmm. And then in room 213, however, it's reported to be the most haunted room in the entire hotel. So that's the one we're going to stay in, okay? Oh, okay. Many, <laughs> many of the room's <laughs> occupants checked out in the middle of the night. Okay, if we're going to pay a no, lot of money. No, we no, need to stay there the no. whole night. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to stay in this room. Listen, to what, okay, I'll go fine. stay with Marilyn. All right. I can okay. deal with her being in a mirror. Okay. Cause me and bugle boy are not going to work. Um, <laughs> I'm going to jive. <laughs> many of the room's occupants checked out in the middle of the night because of the obvious ghost activities in the room. A handful of people have reported seeing a headless apparition coming towards them while others complain of the television and sink getting turned on or off on their own. I'll deal with the TV and the sink situation, but I'm not having a headless person coming at me. So no, we're not staying in that room. Okay. (laughs) It's a deal breaker. That's that's the end. All right. So our last hotel. Mm, It's my favorite too. It's not even a hotel really. Um, It's the ancient Ram Inn. So good memories here. This was one of my favorite ghost adventures episodes. I mean, I think it was actually my favorite ghost adventures well, episode hands ever. Down. Hands down. <laughs> like mine easily. Too. Yeah. Mine so too. if you guys haven't seen this episode, please go watch it because it's see. so good <laughs> here while you're go ahead and get us started. And I'm going to find out you'll, what episode. you'll figure out which episode is. It's got to be in the first season, right? Yeah. I mean, it was early. So the ancient Ram Inn 
has a rather interesting past. And some of this, I don't think I really knew or remembered from that episode. Um, so there were a lot of like former lives of this inn. even before the building was constructed in 1145. Like that's old. That is old. The site was home to a multi-millennia pagan burial ground that lies on the lay are uh, is on the ley lines, um, which trace directly back to the ancient and mysterious site of Stonehenge. So this connection gives rise to a legend that the strange paranormal things that have been documented on the property are somehow related to, to that fact. The building that stands today was constructed in 1145 as the home for slaves, masons, and other workers building the St. Mary's Church, which was nearby. And then the streams on the ground had to be diverted around the church's site, which, according to many, opened up the portal for the dark energy that was once used in the rituals performed by the pagans in the area. So them having to divert the water lines, like somehow opened up a portal. After the Masons and the other workers moved out, the house became home to a priest. And then later it was made into an inn and a public house. And then in 1968, so way, way later, someone new bought the ancient ram in and made it his home. He's our favorite person ever. He is the cutest <laughs> little guy. I just love him. <laughs> He's so great. Did you find it? I'm looking. Okay, I'll keep going. I can talk. I'll, I'll, I'll keep talking. So John Humphreys is this guy. He is in this episode and he is amazing. Um, he bought the place in the late 1960s to preserve it from destruction. Uh, the first night he stayed on the property, he says he met the spirits that make the ancient ramen one of the most haunted spots in England. He claims that demonic forces grabbed him by the arm and dragged him across the room from his bed. So on the first night, since that time, he's found evidence of ritual sacrifices and devil worship on the inn's grounds. Even more horrifying is that he's come across the skeletal, skeletal remains of children he believes were stabbed with daggers. Yeah. So like, and he's still chills, like did he's still like, chill there. He was like still there living like, through it. Come out and have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that. Not the children. Yeah. Not the children. <laughs> Goodness. Oh. oh no. Poor timing. So all of this activity and all of these things that he found never discouraged him from staying there. His wife and his daughters left him at the end. They didn't stay there, but he stayed there, um, preserving the building. And night after night, the spirits returned, but he just stuck around for more than 50 years until he passed away in 2017 it's nuts it is nuts and dude you guys have got to go watch this episode okay so i did find it it's season two episode eight okay and it was from t- 2009 is when mm-hmm. so like he was old then so he kicked it around for till Another 2017 good yeah. for you john humphreys yeah Yep, and he, he was, was in he like was old. Let me just paint the picture. You can't paint this picture. It's unpainable. Yeah. You just have to see it. <laughs> I'm gonna try. You just you do it. You do it. Okay. So red hair, frizzed, like to his shoulders. Okay. Old ass leather jacket, looking cool as hell. Yeah, with he looked it. like a greaser. He did, and he was so like nimble but not nimble 
the opposite like of little feeble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite i'm terrible at description <laughs> you just need to google it and he yep. and well, yeah crazy crazy shit and he was so cute though and then zach baggins even laid in his bed and it was weird it was weird <laughs> was weird it was so great such a good episode I remember like us I think we watched it together and we're like what is happening right now it's so good well and did they even talk about that in here um I don't a little yeah a little bit it talks about some of the spirits and the things there so I mean we can kind of go into them as we go through but um yeah you go ahead because I just did the whole beginning part of that All right. So there are several entities believed to haunt the inn turned home. Perhaps the most famous is a witch that was burned at the stake in the area during the 1500s, the height of witch hunting. The women fled from potential trial by government sanctioned witch hunters and took refuge at their ancient Ram Inn. She was soon captured, however, and burned at the stake. Of course, she lives on in legend. The room where she hid has been dubbed the witch's room and her spirit is believed to be haunting it to this day. And there was also, um, who was that? Bloody Mary? No, not Bloody Mary. Mm-mm. It was another. She was a witch. Shit. Yeah, I forget. Lady Snake. Mm-hmm. That Lady uh-huh. Snake. Uh-huh. She helped them. She's a witch and she helped the Ghost Adventures people like get into the spirits. And- right everything it was very intense yeah there are also stories of the former innkeeper's daughter hanged in the attic the spirits of ritually murdered children exorcisms and other dark haunting events in the millennia old inn orbs of these spirits have been photographed by paranormal investigators and the curious strange lights have terrified visitors hoping for a peek into the afterlife i would absolutely love to go here and i doubt have to go here I mean, okay, start saving now. And then maybe when we're 50, we'll go. Because where is this? England? It's in England. We can go. How? Okay. We don't have to start saving now. We just can't, like, we should go do, like, a Europe trip, just me and you, and, like, stay in, like, hostels and stuff. Have you ever Are we seen too old hostel? for that? Have you ever I've seen, seen the hostel? Mo- yes. I don't want to stay in that hostel. I'm not into that getting cut up she's like i need my own space and not to and be you murdered. just talked about bathrooms and sharing them uh-huh. i need five That's star true. accommodations i don't mm-hmm. i need like a best western okay i i was talking to somebody so <laughs> one of my friends was in the peace corps and i think this story came from someone that she knew i may be totally making that up where i heard this but i remember somebody telling me that they stayed in a hostel in europe and they woke up in the middle of the night and some guy was like standing over them like jerking it like and yeah i nope. was like what <laughs> that is assault and it's funny and not okay and that because- i could that kind of thing can happen i guess well you're more fancy when it comes to hotels because whenever we went to brownella i would have been totally fine staying in the bates motel that was nope. there no but you're like <laughs> nope we're not gonna do that and i'm like whatever we'll spend 175 dollars on a room for three hours i can't sleep in beds that are hotel beds that have like those weird comforter things on them like i need white bedding and it needs to not be gross and you want to stay in a hostel you bring your own bedding to that 
<laughs> we could do that. <laughs> I don't How know. many carry-ons are we going to take? I mean, you're right. You're yeah. right. We'll stay in a hotel somewhere. We're fine. <laughs> we're still going and we can still figure it out. We don't need to go when we're fine. 50. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's not very long. Please don't say that to me right now. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just telling you. It's my birthday tomorrow. I know. It's going to be 35. I know it's a big one. I'm I not guess. ready. No, it feels like a big one. <laughs> okay. Where were we? Why do we keep doing this? I don't know why we keep doing it. So there's also uh-huh. stories of, wait, is that what you already read? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That, so we're right She's after eating that. The cheese, bishop's room. Guys. She's not paying attention. <laughs> I am so. I'm okay, just hungry. Leave me alone. The bishop's room is considered the most haunted in the ran- ancient Ram Inn. This is where... Um, bishops stayed in days past and the room is supposedly haunted by the spirits of several bishops today dark monks and evil spirits including the spirits of these bishops are said to be seen here on a regular basis even a roman centurion has appeared on horseback i don't even know what that is riding through the walls toward plumbers who were minding their own business with plumbing stuff yeah an incubus and succubus supposedly oh, yeah. haunt the room that John Humphreys selected for his sleeping quarters, mistreating those brave enough to stay overnight. Like, why would you pick that as your room to sleep in? I mean, I know I why he picked like that as his room to sleep in. I think he likes it. And it was lonely. Do you, John Humphreys? Uh-huh. You know? So the big thing about this. So, yeah, he's an old little feeble red haired man in his freaking leather jacket that was probably from like the 40s mm-hmm. and he's like an incubus and a succubus and they'll come in the night and have sex with you <laughs> just like that and and this is where i chose to stay <laughs> <laughs> like he just freely admits that for real back back and was like let me lay all up in this bed with quilts from the 20s and <laughs> dust that flies up whenever i lay on it whatever okay but anyway this was a big thing in this episode and people made fun of zach baggins hard because Uh he said he wanted to meet an incubus which is a man one Mm -hmm. that comes to have sex with you a succubus is a woman so there's that well Mm -hmm. we are very open to whatever you like your preferences or your preferences Mm -hmm. Yeah, just but, make sure you get your preferences right. Right. Yeah. Make sure because, you know what your preferences are because he you, caught some shit. <laughs> yeah. You might not be happy with the one that you select. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Caroline Humphreys, John Humphreys' daughter, now has possession of the Ancient Ram Inn and has given invitations to archaeologists to study its unique history. The hotel remains open to visitors. Most are paranormal tourists who test their metal. Metal? They basically like want to stay there overnight and Uh see if they can do it. That's what they do. It's going to be us. That's what we're going to do. We better do it before we're 50 because I'm not trying to sleep there when I'm 50. I don't want to sleep there now. I got a bad back. (laughs) Need our night cream for a crow's feet. (laughs) Right. Things. Hmm. Okay. You want to cite your sources on this or are you still eating cheese? I'm still eating cheese, but I'll cite my sources. I have a lot of sources. 
because we did a lot of hotels. So yes. um, I did onlyinyourstate.com, mysteriousuniverse.org, buzzfeed.com, chelseacommunitynews.com, medium.com, theodysseyonline.com, and travelawaits.com. Ooh, this mm-hmm. was fun. This was a good one. Thank you for the suggestion. Um, yeah. Aviator 76. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. It I was fun. Finding it it mm-hmm. gives us a lot of more things to add to our ever growing bucket list of places. Cause I just think like, even if you take the paranormal stuff out of it, just the history itself mm-hmm. is so cool. Like it's very interesting. So yeah. Okay. Well, you got anything else to say? Now no, that you're done with your cheese, so. I am done with my cheese now. <laughs> no, I think I'm good. Okay. Well, we <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed this episode 80. What did I say? I'm sorry. I didn't put it in the top. I don't know. Oh, it's 85. Seven. 85. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why Fine. she doesn't put it in there because she don't know where the hell we're I at. don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening to this haunted episode's 85. 85 and we hope that you guys have a great week we do and we love you all bye bye